It's a mess. A mess. A mess. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. <laughs> I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. Being a wise guy with me a little bit. Talking trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is 7.07 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here with a traffic update. Yeah, this will be a, a big issue for folks. If you're coming in from Fanning Springs, heading towards Gainesville on 26th this morning, as you're making your way there at the Wilcox Curve, apparently smoke is an issue, uh, possible multiple car accidents in that area. Wow. So that's just going to be a, a bit of a mess for a little while. Yeah, a lot of people use that coming into town, uh-huh. so be careful. All right, some of your top stories. You've got uh, the New York ruling against Trump, which is so over the top. This is going to cost him, well, he's got to post like half a billion dollars. He's got to liquidate. Wow. And that's just to move forward um, to... uh, you know, to move forward in the process to the appeal, yeah. to try to get a yep. you know an appeal, you got to pay first. That's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, it's going to have long, far-reaching consequences for a lot of business folks and uh, and folks in general because your tax base is going to be eroded when businesses start to move out and things are already a little sketchy when it comes to money. Case in point, inside Mayor Adams' migrant debit card boondoggle. This is a piece that Nicole Galinas wrote for the New York Post. No-bid bank gets $50 million. Border crossers up to 10000 each. The Post broke a story earlier this month that Mayor Adams is giving out prepaid cash cards to migrants, right? Okay. Unusually for the mayor, Adams didn't publicize this story himself, and his administration has for nearly a month failed to correct several public misperceptions about it. One misperception is that the program allows the city to give out just $50 million to migrants. I mean, normally, that would be an outrageous amount, but I guess in New York, to say $50 million maybe isn't wow. a huge deal, but... Wait a second. It's way, way more than that. This debit card program, if you read the actual contract, has the potential to become an open-ended multi-billion dollar Bermuda Triangle of disappearing untraceable cash that could be used for any purpose. It'll give migrants up to $10,000 each in taxpayer money with no ID check, no restrictions, and no fraud Control. Wow. Yeah. Um, Doc Go, the city's no bid emergency, quote unquote, contractor, no bid. In other words, they get they awarded them the contract without them having to bid on it. Um, to provide migrants hmm. with three meals a day. Apparently right. it's not going that well. They're throwing away up to five thousand meals daily. They're throwing them away. What a waste. Wasting $7.2 million a year, at least, wow. on that alone. Now, some food is inedible, expired, or rotten. Other food doesn't meet migrants' dietary needs. Providing mass-scale meals competently and with options for specific needs, halal, kosher, vegan, non-gluten. Um, normally, you'd think that's really difficult, but apparently the school system in New York has no problem accommodating that. 
airlines, hospitals, even jails, sure. right? Right. So it wouldn't be difficult for the city to solve this problem. On-site city auditors could refuse to pay for meals that are objectively inedible with visible mold, for example, or with expired labeling. Instead of assuring that its existing no-bid emergency contractor fulfills its duties to provide food, the Adams administration has solved its problem by retaining a no-bid emergency contractor to provide a service with far more scope for waste, fraud, and abuse than stale sandwiches, giving out potentially billions of dollars. Now, without getting too much into the weeds, let me put it to you this way. Contractually, this company could actually be paid $50 million. And that doesn't have, and that doesn't count the cost of the program. And they didn't have to bid for it. No. So this is New York City. Yeah. Who's getting a little something something on the side? That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what they're, you know, trying to follow. Mm. Yep. And uh and listen to this. Wow. Most importantly, the $53 million headline figure is not the money that migrants will receive during the pilot. This is the number that the vendor, MoCAFI, M-O-C-A-F-I, potentially will receive as its fee for services. $50 million? Yes, 53. <laughs> oh, my goodness. As the contract document clearly oh. and explicitly states over the year's term, this is in one year, in exchange for wow. MoCalFi's performance of the services, the city shall pay to the contractor a total amount not to exceed $53 million in accordance with the scope of services and fees. The scope of services and fees uh, does not include the money that migrants actually receive on their debit cards. The city funds the cards, that is, puts money on them separately. How much more is that, or do we even know? Uh, uh, like do we said, want to know? Well, that's, that, even that, they're saying, is open-ended. Uh, they have the flexibility, allegedly, uh, to disperse at least $2.5 billion on these prepaid debit cards over a year. How are they going to stay out of bankruptcy? I mean, seriously. I, I don't. How are they going? I, I do not know. And I guess maybe they just look at the federal government and go, well, they, they, they can do it. Or they're getting it from Donald Trump. Well, I I I thought of that, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. really, but but yeah. That's a lot of money. When you start getting into the billions and unlimited debit cards and 53 million just for your fee. And people, please. Wow. You've got to remember why they're doing this is because first day on the job, Joe Biden through executive orders peeled back all of the things that Trump had put in place to help secure the borders, he peeled it all away yep. on purpose, mm-hmm. knowing this is precisely what was going to occur. He knew that our borders would be flooded uh, with migrants. We've had NGOs that are working to get the word out for the last two years to get more migrants to come, and we know that there's even been payments and plane tickets that have been purchased uh, using funding from NGOs. Some coming maybe from private sources, but it's believed a lot of it is government money and taxpayer money. Well, 
all government money is taxpayer yes, money. Yes, it is. They don't, they don't really have money of their own. But yet, this <sighs> continues wow. on, and and I guess the, the talk politically isn't about policy. Uh, it's, it's now boiled down to, well, Americans aren't happy with either choice. Both candidates are really old. They keep trying to conflate Biden's age with Trump's. Right. And they just think if they say it over and over again, I guess people that are, you know, on the fence or these crossover voters, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, independents, uh, that they they will look at them, you know, both the same. They're both too old to serve, but it's only true of one of them. Here's what they tried the other day. So they've they've actually gotten where they, they refer to Biden as a Roomba. You know, the little vacuum cleaners because it turns around and then it turns. So yeah, it's automatic. Yes. They actually are now, you know, because they always try to make, take whatever's going on with Biden and put it on Trump. You know, okay, he used the wrong name the other day with with Haley. Now they're saying, oh, did you see Trump get lost on the stage? No, he was coming onto a stage. And you know how he'll stop, acknowledge part of the crowd, take two or three steps, stop, acknowledge part of the crowd. They were taking that and construing that as him being lost on the stage. It was obvious what he was doing. Oh my gosh. It's it's they've gotten that bad. I'm telling you they have no shame. No. They are completely desperate. I am worried about what will happen between now and the first Tuesday in November. I don't mm. see good things occurring. No. It's going to get way nastier than it is now. And that's bugging me. What's bugging you? Now it's your turn. Call in, air it out, get it off your chest. What's bugging you is coming up next. It's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Call in now, 877-975-9825. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on. There's a lot of stake. A lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off. All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky? Good morning and welcome. It is 722. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's time for What's Bugging You. Chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. And it's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. 877-975-9825. And Tony, what's bugging you? So last week, Bob, as you know, Alexa Navalny, Russian dissident, dies in a Russian prison. And everybody in America loses their mind. They all go and virtue signal about how great he was and blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got a thousand of those people sitting in prison right now. We have men, women, children, cancer patients that are sitting in prison, and they're called January 6th political protesters. Nobody cares about those people. We had a journalist called Gonzalo Lira died in a Ukraine prison. Nobody cares. And as you pointed out, this administration, this government, they can't give away enough money. I'm sick and tired of these politicians who do not care for the people. This is beyond taxation without representation. Oh, yeah. And thanks for bringing up the political prisoners of January 6th. What a great comparison to uh, Navaldi. Pearl, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, guys. First time caller, long time listener. Right on. Um, just thank you. Um, what I, what's bugging me is I understand all the illegals that are coming into the country. They're getting, like you guys just said, five to ten grand on a card. 
I'm an American citizen born abroad, I have all my documentation, but I'm not allowed to go on a cruise because I need a passport, and the cruise is just to the Bahamas. So maybe I should get one of those cards if they're going to treat me like I'm an illegal citizen. I should get a little card, 5000 10000 or pay my home in- income tax. Just saying. Yeah, my understanding is they're not IDing people. Um they're they're not really there's no checks and balances on what they're doing in New York at all. Bill, what's bugging you? The fact that over forty percent of Odyssey is now owned by George Soros. Yeah, how do you think I feel, pal? <laughs> Mark, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, um, Bob and Greg. Welcome back after your George Washington's birthday holiday. Yeah. Um, what's bugging me is um, I'm not sure if you've noticed a pattern arising, but the Democrats' strategy with Trump is almost exactly the same as Rudy Giuliani. If they have an opinion that they want to prosecute, which in Trump's case was the, you know, the opinion of his value of his property, and in Rudy Giuliani's case, the value—I uh, mean, it's the uh, election integrity they're basically seeking to impoverish people and drive their net worth down to zero and i'm not sure if you remember the tax-based cause of the american revolution but we're we're very kind legal well-behaved republicans they're they're rapidly pressing their luck yeah i agree nostradamus what's bugging you good morning bob thanks for taking my call yeah your first two callers were right on point and you know they don't care the government doesn't care about the American people at all. And what they've done to this country and what they're doing to Trump is waking a lot of people up. But even if Trump gets elected, I've said it before, he's only got four years. And if he doesn't get elected, we are finished. We're turning into a banana republic every single day. And then, and the border deal, we know it's a scam because if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't stop it, then how are they going to stop it at 5000 They've let those people come into this country, like those previous callers said. They're giving them money. They're giving them housing. And there's people in this country that have paid taxes all their lives. They can't afford to live. They can't afford to eat. Their kids are going without food. There are people who don't have a place to live. we got higher uh, homelessness per capita in this country than Israel, five times higher than Israel. But they want to take your taxpayer money and send it over there. I know. Yeah, it's all insanity. There's no doubt. Let's go to Tom. What's bugging you? Yeah, well, first of all, Notre Dame is wrong. We're not turning into a banana republic. We're turning into a George Orwellian socialist dystopia. It's, the thing that's bugging me is Jessica Tarloff on the five. She is such a partisan hack. Everything out of her mouth is perfect. DNC talking points. She is brilliant. I don't know who her staff is, but they are working with the DNC. They have her set up, and the rest of the five don't seem to be able to answer all of her nonsense. She has got to go. Thank you, guys. Yeah, but you've got to have somebody representing the other side, if you will, and whether she's capable or not might be another question. But, you know, Juan Williams was the same thing. To me, I mean, no matter what the subject was, he he would deny, deny, deny. Mike, what's bugging you? What's bugging me is I'm going to piggyback off of the, all these uh, illegals getting all this free stuff. Today is particularly cold. I've had two broke hips since I was 12 years old. I can't afford to get surgery. These clowns are getting houses. I, I, just, I, just, I don't get it. Every, I can't even work anymore. 
because of pain. And these guys are getting a free ride on everything. Yep. And also, when you give out those debit cards and you put a bunch of money on it, mm-hmm. the bad guys know uh, that too. Yes, they do. And you wonder why crime rate is going up, especially in New York, and the number of injuries uh, for policemen oh, yeah. is going way up. That's coming up. And, oh, in Boston, uh, they're kicking kids out. Um, I'll tell you where. They're kicking them out to make room for migrants. The stories just keep coming and coming. 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks for your participation. What's bugging you? Whew, we got a full morning. You hang in there, my friends. On a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling, you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. 86% of Americans feel Biden is too old. It's amazing at how much he's deteriorating. Come on. The news that's trending. Full-blown offensive against Joe Biden. The news that's now. The special counsel's report tries to let Biden off by claiming that he is too mentally incompetent. The news station. I know it don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. Here we go. What do you want to start with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash talking Tuesday. Dirty mud. Getting dragged to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This, this is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Welcome, my friend. 735. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy and your time check. That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Well, happy, happy trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling and Paul and all the Patriots that oh, yeah. run that place and work so hard. Yep. Appreciate you tuning in as well. And don't forget, you can follow the sky. Never miss a minute of the show with just one click. The sky 973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you get the podcast every minute of the show. You won't miss it. Some of your top stories this morning. Uh, New York ruling against Trump. He's got to come up with nearly a half a billion dollars before it can go to appeals. Yes, this is going to have far-reaching consequences. We'll dig into some of that coming up. And New York's immigrant giveaway and Mayor Adams rolling it, it's open-ended. This literally could cost billions of dollars. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And locally, uh, Ocala Public Hearing, McPherson Center, that's today at 2 o'clock, dealing with the possible uh, expansion of Jumbo Lair. And that has some people uh, concerned. And uh, 2 o'clock is the meeting time today for that at the McPherson Center in Ocala. Yep, here is another fallout from this immigration issue, this crisis. Remember, they didn't want to even use the word crisis. They just couldn't admit that for the longest time. Yeah. Local families in the predominantly black Roxbury neighborhood of Boston are furious after the city shut down the local community center to instead use it to house more of President Joe Biden's illegal border crossers. Roxbury's uh, Malena Cass Recreational Community Center, which was once a meeting place for Little League ball players, volleyball games, and other sports and community events, has now been dedicated to rows of cots for illegal border 
closes. According to a local TV station there, WBZ, they interviewed preteen Jeremiah Rodriguez, who showed up at the community center February 17th under the mistaken impression that his community baseball team was using the facility for batting practice. Hmm. He was devastated to find out his community center was now closed to him. He said, We're, we usually practice, they're, they're closed. His dad said, it's hard. I don't know the immigrants inside. It's okay to help. I don't think that's the place to do it because kids and families go uh, and enjoy these facilities. Democrats in predominantly black neighborhood of Roxbury in Boston uh, who turned this center into a facility for illegals, that has got the community, the neighborhood, furious and upset. And they should be. Wait till they find out that many of these immigrants are going to take some of their jobs. Wait till... Oh, man. Yeah. Look, look, that's how it works. You don't want them on the dole forever. You want to get them to work, but they're going to compete compete with jobs for other low-skilled, lower on the the totem pole, so to speak, lower... Uh, they're going to compete with that. That lower wage, that lowers wages and makes life more difficult for people who already live here. Gee, is this something we didn't know already was going to happen? Of course they knew it. Now there's statistics on all that. Whenever they see a surge sure. in uh, immigration, they see a downward pressure on uh, the lowest wage jobs. Downward pressure. So what's that going to do with uh, a lot of these black voters, I wonder, when it comes to voting for Joe Biden and his policies? Well... If they have been brainwashed, it you know it trumps the so-called authoritarian evil uh, man. If they have been brainwashed by that, then clearly they're going to vote to reverse this policy, and so that would mean you know electing Donald Trump. I don't know how you know. I I know there's some trends and some numbers they look at that show that support continues to grow, but it, these numbers are just now becoming significant. We'll see if that trend continues. Let's go to the uh, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Roy. You're on the air. Yeah, we're rounding them up into these community centers. I got a great idea. Once we get them in the community centers, we take and airlift them back to their country and do an airdrop like our parachute troop, make them paratroopers right into their own countries again. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They, the Democrats, know. That the idea of kicking everyone out is nearly impossible. Nearly impossible. And 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 also, let's start with the most violent ones first. Let's start with the ones that have come back multiple times and have a record. I mean, if you at least see that would be possibly a step in the right direction. But under Biden, I mean, millions and millions have come across... And a million or so that were gotaways. And now we've seen as of late, the trend is a lot of Chinese nationals. What could that mean? It can't be good. Remember, that they don't necessarily just, you know, have an open door policy. Oh, whenever you want to leave, you can. It's usually not that simple. It's a little more structured than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville uh, Chevrolet Skylines again, and this time, Jen, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, a vast majority of them are already brainwashed. I went door-to-door over a community issue that was happening in the neighborhood, 
and I, the man opened the door, and he started screaming at me about the orange man. Why? Because I look of a particular color. Uh, and I said, sir, I'm not here anything to do with politics. I'm here regarding something else. And he started screaming at me about Trump. And I'm like, okay, sir, well, I can see you don't want to hear what I'm here for, and I left. But I will say there on YouTube, there is a little bit of the younger generation that have, uh, they have reactions and stuff to what's going on, and I think they are waking up. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, so at least there's, you know, a good sign there. It, it is sad for the ones that just, yeah, not only do they not see the light, but they have this, uh, well, I mean, it, yeah, it's brainwashed. They try to tell you that... You know, Trump is like Hitler and Trump is evil. And But what really amazes me is that when they try to call him an authoritarian, it, you don't think it's authoritarian for you to be forced to pay taxes and that money is going out of the country and what money staying in the country is going uh, to migrants? I mean, that's... That's just wrong. Yeah. Yep. So there's an authoritativeness uh, there for sure. It's... Hmm. Well, let me give you another crazy example of the world we live in today. So you've got an elections board. Now, it's nice when you have a diverse group on any board. And I know they like to make diversity about ethnicity and race and all that or gender. And it doesn't have to be that. Diversity of thought, to me, is much more important. But anyway... So, San Francisco, yes, you'd think that, yeah, that has to be a lot of diversity. Who's going to get on the election commission? But the newest member of the San Francisco Elections Commission, Mm -hmm. this is a seven-member civilian body that oversees and creates policy, creates policy for the city's Department of Elections. The newest member of this elections committee isn't legally allowed to vote. Excuse me. They're not a citizen. They haven't they haven't gotten the legal authority to vote. So you're on an election board which yes. runs voting and you've got somebody who's not even eligible on there? How Correct. crazy is that? Well, and the person that they chose to do that, uh go figure, just happens to be an immigrant rights advocate. Imagine that. They believe that she is the first non-citizen appointed to the commission. At a swearing-in ceremony administered by Board of Supervisors President Aaron Peskin on Wednesday at San Francisco City Hall, dozens of people gathered to commemorate the occasion. Her appointment is the result of a 2020 voter-approved measure that removed the citizenship requirement to serve on San Francisco boards, commissions, and advisory bodies. Each of the commission's seven members is appointed by a different city official, such as a mayor, city attorney, district attorney. They voted unanimously to appoint Wong, the Board of Supervisors. Not a citizen, not allowed to vote, in charge of voting policies in the city of San Francisco. I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. That is just... Wrong at so many levels. Mass immigration. Uh huh. It's interesting that um, most people, even presidents, not necessarily in favor of that. I'll explain coming up. It's seven forty-five.
And I hope you're enjoying this Trash Talking Tuesday brought to you by Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Dana Lash, now. 10 p.m. Nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is uh, 7.50 on the Bob Rose Show. Ten minutes till 8 o'clock. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Also just happens to be a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. A quick reminder, the Bob Rose Golf Scramble is nearly sold out. This event has been taking place for years. I am proud to have my name on this event and proud to be there as I am every year. Friday, April the 5th. 1230 tea time. That's Friday, April 5th, Hawkstone Country Club. What a great place. Thanks to Infotech and Southeast Car Agency, uh, some of the great sponsors that make this possible. This is the big, biggest fundraiser of the year uh, for the ARC, which works with developmentally disadvantaged uh, uh, folks, and they do a fantastic job. So there is a couple of foursomes left. Please act quickly. Also, um, Mark Johnson needs some more volunteers. I think he needs about another eight or ten um, volunteers. So you can call Mark directly if you want at 352-246-3516. That's Mark Johnson at uh, org. You can also go to the website and find his uh, number there, ARC, A-R-C, ARCAlachua.org. Thanks for your continued support in the community and raising a great deal of money mm-hmm. for a very worthy cause. I'm Absolutely. Just, yeah, very proud to be a part of it. So, Joe Biden, he's pumping the brakes. Pumping the brakes not on his Corvette. Really? What's he's he doing? pumping his brakes on maybe the mandates oh. of the electric vehicles. Now, what could cause such a thing? The possibility of the timing <laughs> that could negatively impact him mm. as we head to November and the 2024 election. What a coincidence. It just it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. <laughs> he spun the wheel, he spun the wheel. He goes spin that spin the wheel. Let's see what happens when we spin. Yep, yep. And he comes up on Nobody wants electric cars. Yeah, exactly. Not in the big scheme of things. Oh, well, I- they don't want to be f- Okay, they don't want to be forced into electric cars. Bingo. So, so we're not playing bingo cuz we're we're spinning the wheel, bingo. but if we were, bingo to you, Greg. Mm-hmm. President Joe Biden is reportedly setting and I love the term. Pump the brakes on his electric vehicle mandates on Americans only months before the election. In 2023, the Biden administration issued regulations requiring American automakers to ensure that nearly 7 in 10 new cars sold in the U.S. are EVs rather than gas-powered vehicles by 2032. I know that sounds like it's a long way off. Well, think about what were you doing eight years ago. Yeah, time flies. The regulations would essentially mandate that American consumers buy EVs. However, it's quite unpopular. In fact, it's severely unpopular. Biden is now looking to slow down the EV mandates while not actually pulling them off the books altogether. Here's what the New York Times says. 
In a concession to automakers and labor unions, the Biden administration intends to relax elements of one of its most ambitious strategies to combat climate change. Limits on tailpipe emissions that are designed to get Americans to switch from gas-powered cars to electric vehicles, according to three people familiar with the plan. Instead of essentially requiring automakers to rapidly ramp up sales of electric vehicles over the next few years, the administration would give car manufacturers more time. Oh, well, look at that. With a sharp increase in sales not required until after 2030, again... How many years away is that? Six? Yeah. They asked to remain anonymous uh, until the uh, the stuff is finalized, but that's what it's looking like. I don't know that he had really much of a choice, but they'll make it seem like a positive. But then when the climate people yell and scream, what are they going to promise them? Oh, they'll come up with something, I'm sure. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Misinformation, whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through this static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. And I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. The sky.